Welcome to Altitude Adjustment. Good afternoon, I'm Leon Davis, and welcome to another episode of Altitude Adjustment. Today we're going to be talking to a good friend of mine. I've known him for most of my life. Uh, his name is AJ. He's a fitness guru and a musician seeking his fortune in California. We'll get that start, started with that show in just a second. Okay, had a little technical difficulty there. So, AJ, how's it going? Everything's good, my brother. What's good with you? I am hanging in there. I really do appreciate you coming and hanging out with me today. Hey, my pleasure, man. Excellent. So, I've, um, um, we had talked about maybe me sharing that story with you. Uh, yeah. Uh, with the, the, a story that uh, from, high, from grade school, actually, how uh, AJ, one of the uh, things that I remember back from sixth grade. Um, in sixth grade, we went to sixth grade center and right. um, we went to Camp, Camp White Cloud, wasn't it? Camp White Cloud, yes, sir. Camp White Cloud. And I was, I was, I've always been a tall kid and I'm Mr. Friendly. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't punch cotton. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so we, um, we were on the bus, uh, as campers cause we went back as, uh, counselors, didn't we? Right. Eventually we went, we went yeah, back. We as eventually went back as counselors. But, um, so we were on the bus, uh, from sixth grade and headed to camp, Camp White Cloud. And uh, so this guy, I don't even remember who it was. I don't even know if he graduated or whatever. But uh, right. he, he was picking on me. Uh, I was being bullied on the bus. And as I said, I, I, I wasn't a fighter. So I, I didn't say anything. I figured if I ignore the guy, he'll go away. Well, he wasn't going away. And right. uh, eventually AJ said, you know what, he had enough. So he got up into the guy's face and he let him know, you know, if you say one more word, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rearrange your front teeth. And uh, <laughs> and that was that was uh, one of my early experiences with uh, with my friend AJ. So I know he's a good guy, and I'm sure uh, that uh, you'll like him too. Um, oh man! <laughs> you know what, Leon? When you uh, I never would have thought of that if you hadn't mentioned it at the uh, meet and greet that we did a few years ago. I never thought about that again. I, well, I, I, you know, I, it, it was important to me because, you know, um, it's one of those memories that stick out. You know, there are a lot of things that I have forgotten about, you know, high school and grade school. But that one right. was stuck with me. It stuck with me. Yeah. yeah well, it's sticking with me now ever since you told me. I've been thinking about it. <laughs> well, well, you were a good guy back then and you're still a good guy as far as I know. Uh, thank you, man. I, I, I try to be. Excellent. Um, so, so. Um, one of the things that uh, I found interesting is your tales from the Barts, Bart side. Yes, sir. So, so just share a little bit of of how you started that, and you know, just how that all came about to be. Right, right. Well, you know, I, I've always considered myself a uh, you know closet comedian. You know, I, I always like to make people laugh. And, uh, I love to laugh. Uh, you know, anytime we get around my family, that's all we do is like, you know, play the dozens and talk about stuff when we was growing up. So I commute to work. 
I live in Oakland, California, but I work in Berkeley, California. So I drive my car over to the BART station <clears throat> and uh, hop on there and, uh, you know, during the 25-minute ride to work. Now, I just kept seeing crazy stuff on the BART. And the BART is, uh, stands for Bay Area Rapid Transit System. So, um, uh, you know, just like any public transportation, thing, you always see something funny. Sometimes it's not so funny, but, you know, sometimes it's funny. And so one day I just started taking pictures, recording videos, and uh, uh, just putting my little, you know, sense of humor into the situation, whatever was going on. And um, and I, I thought about this old thing where you, you probably watched it too when we were young. It's called Tales from the Dark Side. So I decided to name my little video log uh, uh, Tales from the Bark Side. So, you know, I'd see something crazy or something interesting, something funny, and then I would add my own little, you know, uh, comedic impression of the situation. And after a while, you know, you know, I have those, you know, hundreds of friends on, on online and uh, people just started reacting to it and, you know, adding their two cents or, you know, laughing or whatever. So it's like now when I go to work or when I get off, you know, I always announce that I'm on the BART. Mm -hmm. And uh, people would just, uh, you know, people would text me, uh, add that to a sentence. So they look forward to, you know, at the end of the day or the beginning of the day, something funny I might see on the bar. Yeah. I, uh, uh, yes, I think it was yesterday. Um, well, first, um, I have never been to California. So that's one okay. of the places I've always wanted to go. So I've never been to California. And, um, I know a while back we had, I had asked you about uh, trying surfing. <laughs> yeah, you and surfing. So anyway, uh, but a couple of days ago you had a, a musician on. Uh, the guy was playing sax, and he's pretty good. You know, it was. Uh, yeah, he's well. He's he's well known. Matter of fact. Oh, is that right? Yeah, one of my fraternity brothers in Memphis uh, sent me a note. Let me know. He was a fan of the guy's name is Kevin Moore, and that's somebody that uh, 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 I plan on using in uh, some of my, uh, my band's future uh, tracks. But uh, uh, evidently, uh, Ward Lindsay he uh, uh, had covered one of his songs in, uh, in a church program with this Saxon uh, ensemble. So, hey man, I'm, that's why that's how I ended up in California. Music brought me to California. Okay. So, so um, now I wasn't one of the party kids in high school, so okay. I I didn't even know you played in a band, or oh, I didn't yeah. remember that. Um, yeah, you probably just didn't remember. Yeah, and so you so you um, started in a band pre high school. Yeah, yeah. So you know, man, uh, for for St. Louis, St. Louis has in uh, New City especially. Uh, there are so many musicians out there. I mean, you could throw a rock in a crowd if you're walking down on the loop, and you probably would hit a musician. And back then, instead of joining the gang, you know, you would either have a dance group, a singing group, or a band. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, my, fa my family has always been musically oriented, and uh, my mom is a jazz singer back there. Both of my sisters, Rosalind and Beverly, they play in a band. 
the St. Louis car retro boogie. They're pretty popular around town. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And, uh, right. So this is what we, you know, that's what we did. And, uh, you know, coming up, you jump, you get your little band together. That was your gang. And then we'd have our little battle of bands. You know, U City was known for talent shows. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, so that's something I've been doing since seventh grade. Okay. Mark, Mark, Markovic Drummond. Yeah, Mark Drummond. Yeah, that's our guitar player from Mama There Goes That Band. Okay, he's dropped in with, with us and he can hear you. What's up, Mark? And he uh, threw up deuces. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so you've. Uh, so you played in the band in high school, and mm-hmm. then you went on to college, and you went to college right. down south. Right. Well, initially I went to a Lincoln University on a track scholarship. You know, mm-hmm. A lot of my, a lot of my Mississippi Valley State folks probably don't know this, but I, I went to um, Lincoln after high school, and at the time uh, I just wasn't ready for college, so. Uh, I uh, got out of, uh, dropped out, and uh, joined a band called Sheer Energy. Uh, uh, the first time I joined it, they're out of St. Louis, uh, pretty popular. Had a, mm-hmm. produced by Oliver Stain, and we had some uh, songs out in the uh, in the late '80s. But I, I went um, went. Eventually, I ended up uh, back at Mississippi Valley a couple of years later on a on a track scholarship. Okay. Did we lose you? No, no, no. I'm oh. Here. oh, okay. And then you went back on a track scholarship. So and... I went back to Valley. So yeah, I ended up in Mississippi Valley State. Um, and I'll tell you, uh, other than high school, that was probably the greatest time of my life. If I hadn't went to Mississippi Valley, you know, I, I wouldn't be where I am today, man. Uh, uh, the people there, my experience there, being at a, at a black university, uh, that particular one, even though Lincoln was, uh, it was just an outstanding experience. And most of my friends that I deal with in life today are people I've met at Mississippi Valley State University. Okay. Okay. Um, so um, um, City Jazz Sessions or Warren had, it asks, do you know Daryl Darden and Oscar Dillon? Man, huh? Man I, don't, I don't remember Oscar, but Daryl Darden, uh, one of the greatest guitar players in the world. And he's from St. Louis, uh, Anybody in the uh, music scene back in St. Louis uh, coming up, everybody knows about Daryl Dart. Anybody worth their salt, uh, St. Louis know that this dude is bad. He's actually out here in California. He's in Southern California. I'm in Northern California. But um, uh, this guy is uh, probably the best guitar player I know personally. Excellent. So, um so you get out to California right. and you start to, so one of the things that you said to me, that I thought was kind of curious. You said there's no money in selling tracks. Right. So, so tell so, me a little bit about that. Right, right. So, uh, you know, uh, social media has changed the landscape of, of music. I mean, back in the day, uh, you know, you get a record contract and, uh, you know, People would buy, you know, your song at an old-fashioned brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, with uh, you know media sharing, people, you know, you make a song, uh, it's out there. People, one person might buy it and download it, but they might share it with ten people 
who was shared to 20 people, those 20 people is shared and it just goes on and on and, and it's very hard for even, uh, you know, established artists these days to uh, actually sell a song through a download. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's, you know, so groups like us, Mama There Goes That Band, and any other independent artist, you know, it's a hard sell to sell your song by downloading, trying to sell downloading. The money is getting your song synced uh, to uh, media, uh, like uh, movies, mm-hmm. uh, TV, um, advertising. That's where the money is, and that's what you know. our main goal as a band to do right now. Okay, okay. So, so how do you, so from college, okay, mm-hmm. so you, you uh, so all of the guys in the band, how many guys are in your band? So, um, it's four of us, and uh, three of those guys, the other three, uh, they grew up on campus in Mississippi Valley State. So, there's, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm thinking about another band, but there's Marlon Weathersby, who lives in, um, uh, Arkansas. He's a bass player. Uh, Sidney Howard, uh, the other keyboard player, he's in Detroit. And Markovich Drummond, uh, he's a guitar player. So we're the four, uh, we're the core of the band. And then we bring in uh, guest artists to, uh, you know, uh, to enhance the band on certain tracks. But uh, the three of those guys, they grew up, their parents worked at the university. And uh, I met them uh, uh, when I, as a freshman in Valley, and uh, um, that's how we got going. And it's funny, uh, you know, we just we've always been in contact, uh, especially Mark and myself. Um, we came to California together. He went to uh, L.A. I came out here, uh, but Sydney and 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 Marlon, you know, we, you know, I don't see them as much. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact funny I haven't seen Marlon in over 20 years and I probably haven't seen Sydney in about eight years I see Mark more often but through technology we're able to record uh, and write as a band uh, um, uh, using a uh, various digital audio workstation program so mm-hmm. and when we do our videos we you know we will do our videos in you know whatever city we're in and then uh, Mark would usually edit the videos and put it together Oh, awesome. Okay. So, so though um, technology has taken away one avenue, it has provided yeah. for another avenue by I'm being able to work. Huh? I'm, telling you, I'm telling you right, because we wouldn't be able, I mean, that was a way to do it by, you know, I would record a track mm-hmm. uh, and then I would send the, you know, put it on, on digital audio tape or DAT, mm-hmm. send it to uh, Sydney, Sydney would do his thing, send it to Mark, but it was a lot of, you know, snail mail involved. But now, you know, I can just email my track to Mark. He can bounce it up to Sydney and vice versa. So that's how we put everything to, together. And everything is mixed and mastered in Detroit. Okay. Okay. So, uh, anyway. Um, So, so you're putting together your compilation now. You are you putting together uh, several tracks to try to get that uh, elusive. I don't want to call it elusive. I want to call it. Uh, it is elusive. It's elusive. It's elusive. Okay. Yeah. So, so, um, 
what do you what do you guys think is is uh, so you, you're trying to to put together a, a body of work that you can right. shop as uh, um, background tracks yeah yeah to put on film um, um, to be included in uh, like commercials uh, movie soundtracks right um, uh, now and TV now, do you work with uh do you try to reach a lot of the independent artists or are you going for the the big studios a little bit of you know between Sydney uh, who uh, used to work for George Clinton he used to work for Prince at Paisley Park Mark was a uh, you know a very popular DJ uh, in LA and then myself just through different contacts we you know we know a lot of people um in the industry tv and film industry and uh you know and sometimes we know somebody that knows someone mm -hmm. so we you know we kind of get in touch with music supervisors and that's the that's what makes the finally the final um a decision for any song and uh mark and myself we've actually had some success we've we filmed uh we've scored some short films uh, before uh, mm -hmm. a couple of short films, and um, we've also uh, written original music for plays for uh, uh, like David Al uh, David Talbert. Uh, he's um, uh, a film a filmmaker, and he started off with a play called Tell It Like It Is, and uh, we wrote his original music and uh, wrote the theme song for the play. So we've had a little bit of success, and we worked for. Uh, Used to wrote, work for and write for uh, an artist in the in the 90s. His name was um, um, uh, uh, Mamelodi Alzheimer's right here. Uh, <laughs> Robbie Neville, thank you, Robbie Neville. That's mm -hmm. what I call Taylor V. Mm -hmm. And uh, we uh, we used to write for him. So we've had a little bit of success, but the money right now is really thinking your stuff up to. Uh, uh, to film and uh, you no, know, we're just you know just like anything else, we have to keep going. We're 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 writing a lot. Uh, we have some new songs coming out, and uh, you know that's why we don't try to sell them. We just share them, and then hopefully people, you know, share them with other people. And uh, um, you know, it's, you know, it's just our hope and prayers that uh, sooner or later, uh, like so, uh, musician told me, to never stop writing. Uh, you know, just keep trying. You're going to get it done. So, right, right. Uh, Persistence. That's, that's Perseverance. Yeah, yes, sir. Perseverance. I'm, I'm going to play a little bit of the Too Clingy. Uh, okay. You probably won't be able to hear it, but... Um, Who's doing the lead vocals? So that's Sydney. Uh, Sydney, uh, uh, my brother up in this part, uh, the other keyboard player. He's going to lead vocals on that. Uh, I'm actually at two parts that I'm going to lead vocals on that. I'm actually at two parts that I'm going to lead vocals on that. 
we're both doing a pimp solo in there, and uh, we're just uh, handling the vocals of it. And Mark on the All righty. Drummond, Mr. Drummond says, Funky Funky. And right, interesting title from Mr. S- Mr. Uh, um, oh, now I've got Alzheimer's. Warren, Mr. Harper. <laughs> All right, so this one is uh, Dirty Karma, and it has Dirty is spelled D H I R T Y, and Karma is spelled K H I A R M A. Right. Now is he, he the, the same lead on this? No, no, we have uh, we have several people on there. Uh, our little brother, uh, King Williams, is uh, 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 the main vocalist throughout this song. He's uh, actually in um, uh, in Jamaica. He recorded his part in Jamaica. And uh, Sydney and another one of our friends is doing background on that song. Uh, but we use uh, Sydney, um, a King, and uh, Johan, who's actually in Sweden. He's uh, singing uh, some lead on that as well. And never to betray. You threw this in my face. I have no value. You demand allegiance and system on obedience. Okay. Uh, I I actually like both of those, and then you the the other one was uh, fun in the summertime, and there was a play on that title that we right. talked about earlier, and I I didn't um, uh, get a snippet of that one, but uh, if anyone's interested, uh, I will m- most certainly leave links in the descriptions uh, where you can find some of this music, uh, right. and uh, uh, so. Uh, who's handling, or do, do you have someone particularly handing, handling, like, uh, if they were, if, who would they get a hold of if they were interested in having you, your, your band put something together for them? Oh, uh, they can, uh, you know, they can, um, uh, they can email me, uh, aljboyd at gmail.com. Um, uh, if you want to get that to me, I can, uh, uh, definitely get to work on anything that you might be interested in doing. Uh, or, um, uh, Mark, uh, Mark, you might want to put your email up as uh, uh, mkdrum, mkdrum06 at gmail.com. Or Sid is, uh, S-I-D-I-Z, at hotmail.com. So uh, uh, that's the easiest way to get in touch with us. Uh, you know, hit me up on on any one of our social media pages, and uh, and uh, we'll see what we can do for you. We uh, we love to collaborate. Um, you know, we 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 work with a wide variety of, of musicians from all over the world, uh, uh, featuring on our tracks, and uh, and uh, actually uh, collaborating with other uh, other musicians as well. So uh, we love that kind of work. Uh, you know, we all have our jobs. Uh, I'm a general manager for 24 Hour Fitness, and uh, that's my full-time job. But uh, I'd rather be doing music full-time like Sydney, like Mark. They do the music full-time. Okay. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask uh, one more question about your music, and then you can talk a little bit about uh, your day job. Um, okay. 
So, so how did you come up with the band name? Well, so, uh, you know, out here in Oakland, uh, you know, Golden State Warriors are our, uh, no, that's our team right there. Okay. And uh, uh, Mark Jackson, commentator, and then later on became their coach, he had a expression at times that I went hard to the basket, uh, gave a, you know, did a great move. Uh, he would say, Mama, there goes that man. And so a few years back, uh, when Sydney and Mark and I and Marlon, we were talking about recording as a band, uh, I, it just kind of stumbled out of my mouth. I said, yeah, Mama, there goes that band. <laughs> and uh, and then Sydney was like, man, I like that. I said, all right. So that's the name of our band, Mama, there goes that band. Very that's nice. how that came to Okay. So, so your day job, um, you've been doing that for quite a while. Yes, uh, twenty. I've been with Twenty Four Hour Fitness um, twenty nine years. Uh, when I first, uh, like I mentioned earlier, Mark and I came to California together, and uh, um, when I started with Twenty Four Hour, it was called Twenty Four Hour Nautilus back then. I uh, we only had like nine locations, and uh, fast forward, I I only planned on doing it for maybe uh, three years, and. Fast forward to 29 years later, here I am uh, uh, still working for 24-Hour Fitness. So uh, I've worked from clubs from here to Houston, Texas, and uh, you know, it's been a great ride. I enjoy doing it. It keeps me young. Yeah. I, you know, I've, uh, share, I've seen some of your – you share where you're working with the uh, – I, I guess you call them um, the ropes. I don't um, – Battle ropes, yeah. Battle yeah. ropes. Yeah, yeah. Battle ropes. Battle ropes, that's what it was, battle ropes, right? And uh, I saw you working out with the battle ropes, and I, I don't see you doing much free weights. You don't do free weights? Oh, yeah, but I, I normally don't take too many pictures in the gym. Uh, can you imagine trying to do a selfie while you're doing a bench press? Uh, that wouldn't work, and I'm not that vain that I would say, all right, you know, get a phone to somebody and have them take a picture of me. But, uh, there's, there's, uh, a whole, <laughs> there's a whole bunch of folks that try, though. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm not that guy. I'm You're not, not that, that guy. guy. No, I'm not that guy, man. Uh, but you know, that was a time when I was a bodybuilder, and um, uh, I still, you know, at this point in time, I, I still do a lot of free weights, but uh, it's not a priority for me at this point. So I'll do my uh, maybe three days of lifting, uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and the rest of the day I try to do uh, some core work and. Um, now, I've had some medical issues in the uh, uh, in the past that you know sometimes throws me off my game. So, sure, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm kind of going through right now from a couple of issues that kind of slowed down my weightlifting right now. But uh, uh, I'm in pretty good shape for, for a young guy my age, and we we won't talk about our age, but uh, <laughs> I, I but do you, pretty good. You mean 35? You you don't want to talk I, about? I, I, don't, don't <laughs> You don't want, you don't want to talk about our age at thirty five. No, 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 not even that. <laughs> so, um, uh, what was I going to ask? Um, oh, any pointers for uh, people who are thirty five plus uh, that might want to start working out, other than seeing your doctor? But uh, you know, right. so see your doctor first. Uh, that's a, you know that's important, but. Um, you know, I always just say keep moving, you know. Um, you know, if you have to join a local Y, if you have to go on YouTube and 
you know, do some exercises at home if you can't, um, uh, you know, join, if you can't afford to join a gym. Uh, but there's always something you can do. You know, you can walk, you know, you can uh, jog or you can get in a pool and swim. If you can't swim, just walk up and down the length of the pool. But, you know, you know, just keep moving. That, that's, that's, that's my number one uh, advice that I would tell anybody. Of course, I can really get technical and say what to do in the gym and this, that, and the other. But um, I say, you know, consult your doctor, get their advice, and just keep moving because, uh, you know, sitting down, you know, some people have sit-down jobs. And, uh, you know, they sit down for eight hours a day, then they go home, and, and you know, next thing you know, you sit down watching TV or whatever. Uh, just keep moving uh, and get some kind of exercise. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but uh, just do something. And, uh, you know, just keep it moving. Okay. Um, I noticed that, well, uh, your you – oh, one other thing that I really wanted to cover. Uh, yeah. Um, when we were growing up, and this is something that I've had to make the adjustment to, there was no mm -hmm. internet. No. And um, I noticed that you share quite a bit of your life. Um, right. How, how, did, how did you make that transition? Because it's been a real horrible thing for me. Uh, I, right. I'm really closed off, not, not, not by intent, but it's just, uh, you know, I've, we always used to keep our business to ourselves, and we we right. learned that. So how do you, yeah, how, how did you make that transition to be able to share what you share? Well, I'm going to tell you, man. Well, my personality, if anybody remembers me from college or, um, or high school or grade school, uh, you know, I think it comes with personality. You know, like okay. you say, the stuff you've always been, you know, kind of private, closed off. Um, I've always been a person that, you know, that would share everything. I wear my feelings on my on my shoulders, um, uh, and I like, you know, I just like being able to talk to people. Um, I like, you know, telling people what I've been through, uh, uh, and and I think it comes with your personality. Whatever your personality is like is the way you're gonna, you know, express yourself. Uh, and of the old song, I think lyrics say, and it's funny how the way you feel shows on your face. I believe that was Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm -hmm. um, that's just always been me. I've been a social person. So with uh, social media, you know, I share parts of my life. You know, uh, you know uh, uh, I've, uh, I'm a two-time cancer survivor. And uh, if the first time that I went through it, uh, there had been social media, I probably would have let everybody know. But, uh, you know, when I travel, you know, even if I do something simple as, you know, park my car a few miles away from Barton Walk, I just share, and I just, I just like to share with people. That's just me. And I, and I think uh, some people are like that. Some people are not. Uh, but um, that's why they call it social media. You know, I like to just, you know, share my day-to-day -day things with people. And, uh, and uh, you know, I'm lucky enough to have a lot of friends all over the place, all over the United States and uh, certain parts of uh, the world. And uh, I just like looking at other people's stories, and I like to share mine. Well, I want to thank you very much for um, agreeing to hang out with me today. It has been uh, everything that I thought it would be and a little more. 
Um, I do wish you the best. I know that you are having some uh, health struggles. And uh, I didn't know about the uh, two-time cancer survivor. And um, yeah. so, you know, I, it, it has been a true pleasure getting to know you in my lifetime. And I want to thank you very yeah. much for, uh, um, for hanging out and being you. Uh, I'm, You're welcome. You're welcome. My pleasure. And I just want to make a note on the health struggle. Uh, uh, you know, the thing I'm going through right now is my voice. Uh, uh, I think I shared a while back about my uh, uh, vocal cords. Uh, I've been getting uh, hoarse, more hoarse over the past few years. And uh, um, I didn't want anybody to, you know, any of my good friends to worry too much. But uh uh, it's uh, my vocal cords right now is kind of in and out. So uh, if you wonder why I sound like Marlon Brando, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I, uh, I I started to mention at the top of the hour, but I thought, you know, you, okay. you were going to. It was going to be that you were going to make it, you know, you because one of the things that we talked about was that, you know, if your voice gave out, you wouldn't be able to finish the segment. But uh, we've right. actually we've actually reached the uh, we're a little over. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's time flies when you're having fun, man. <laughs> but uh, but I do wish you, uh, you know, success in what you're trying to do with your music. Uh, I'll do the best that I can to try to follow. I'm, I do enjoy Tales from the Bart, even when you yeah. you think that they're boring. I I think that they're interesting. It's a, it's I know it for you. It's a it's become a routine, but yeah. uh, but it's interesting to see you uh, you know go through your day. And uh, one of the things that I have really found very rewarding with social media is that one I get to connect with old friends like you, and. Yeah. Two, I get to experience places that I either haven't been or probably won't necessarily get to anytime soon. Uh, right. So thanks a lot. And, You're welcome. Um, give me a second. I'm going to close the show, and then, uh, and then we'll just talk off the air, all right? All right. Thank you. Okay, so that ends the show for today. Um, you can replay this podcast here on YouTube. And the audio podcast is going to be available on Stitcher.com, Podcast.com, and the iTunes Store and the Google Music Play Store. The Internet is powered by your likes, shares, and comments. So like, share, and comment on this episode where you find it, because it matters. Remember to be cool, be calm, and above all, be careful. Look out for the other guy, because he might not be looking out for you.